Welcome to a live and active life, broadcasting encouragement to live your daily life with God's help and inspiration to reach for more of God by faith. Join Brenda Wolf for today's practical insights. Everyone needs compassion. How about you? Do you need compassion for what you're going through? Maybe you need mercy, kindness, hope, and maybe even a sincere hug. Perhaps you think that your mountain of a problem can't be moved, or that it's impossible to be healed from your losses. Well, for centuries, people have cried out for compassion. Many folks have suffered significantly. Individuals, nations, big people, small people, old people, young people, all have had tormentors, severe losses, broken health, damaged relationships, inadequate basic provisions, lost dreams and pursuits, and so much more. In fact, just remembering this reality helps when going through light and momentary troubles that don't even register on the same scale as suffering that some others have had. 2 Corinthians 4 verse 17 says, For everyone, For our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. Them all refers to all the troubles a person is bearing up under. You know, the stress, grief, pain, the trials, perhaps deep discouragement, and for some, even torture. Interestingly, the verse right before says, We do not lose heart. Though outwardly we are wasting away, yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day. Now, how would a person be renewed day by day in terrible times? I think it's because of Jesus and His compassion. And that has a ring of mercy and kindness and hope. Still, suffering is suffering. Jesus cares about the big stuff and the little stuff, and He wants to help in every scenario. Why? Because He really does care about everything deeply. Scripture says, May your compassion come quickly to meet us, for we are in desperate need. We are brought very low. From Psalm 79, verse 8. The psalmist is crying out for help. He is pouring out his heart to God. He's literally verbalizing his situation to God, how it's affecting him, how he feels about it, and how desperately he needs God's help. God wants you to cry out for compassion to Him. He wants you to involve Him in all the details of your life. In other words, He wants a real and authentic relationship with you down to the nitty-gritty. The Lord truly and sincerely cares about your details. No one will ever care and have compassion like Jesus does continually. Well, let's keep it real and sincere here. Having said all those things about God caring deeply, urging you to bring it all, the whole package to Him, I'm going to add a qualifier. And that qualifier, if we break it apart, has eight different points to it. First of all, God is not unhealthy, nor is He in any way codependent. Your pouring out to Him needs to be constructive not self-focused or victimizing yourself. The second thing is that God expects you to be authentic, 
responsible, and willing. In other words, healthy even in your stress and troubles. The third thing is that God cares more about your holistic health than your comfort level. He wants you to grow into maturity and godly responses, even in your sufferings, in the same way that His beloved Son Jesus modeled daily when He was on earth. The fourth thing is that God is sincere in His compassion for all your struggles. He takes them seriously, and He wants to help. He does comfort you in your troubles, if you let Him. The fifth thing is that He wants you to trust Him enough to accept His compassion with eager expectation in this world. It will not look like you hoped. The sixth point is that this world is temporary, so live with that in mind. You were created for eternity. Live for the line, not just the dot. I'll say that again. Think about it. Live for the line, not just the dot. Seventh, Jesus is making all things new. It will be made right, like creation was intended. You will live forever with awe that it could ever be so good. God intended His reality from the beginning before mankind fell away from Him. And finally, the eighth point It's an excellent word of encouragement from the passage that we actually quoted earlier from 2 Corinthians 4.18. So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but what is unseen. Since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. You know, compassion takes action. God scans the earth continually to strengthen those who have put faith in Him no matter what. That's from 2 Chronicles 16, verse 9. Even when they can't explain or understand, they simply trust and obey. Here's an interesting scripture that talks about such people. Hebrews eleven sixteen says that people who respond to God in full confidence, even in terrible sufferings and persecutions, they were longing for a better country, a heavenly one. Therefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God, for He has prepared a city for them. Whenever you see the word therefore, stop and ask what it's there for. Let's look at that verse again. It's astonishing. God is not ashamed of these people who trust Him against all odds. Why? Because those folks are already living in the reality of the better country that God is preparing for them. They know God is with them in their current sufferings, and they know He is helping, working in the details, providing strength and hope. But they are even more interested in the coming reality, so much so that they have chosen to live in it now by faith. Let this sink in. This is a game-changer for everyday living. Did you know that your response decides the level of compassion you experience? We speed the process of receiving God's compassion by engaging it with all our hearts. We block or hinder it by focusing on doubts and lost dreams instead of God. Compassion from Jesus is immediate for the person who opens up to receive it with child's faith, without questions having to be answered first. 
For the person who insists on realizing their dreams or satisfying their doubts first, receiving compassion never becomes reality. Repeating woes, griefs, and doubts in your head only puts barriers in place so compassion is blocked. However, choosing to respond by opening up to compassion starts a whole new way of living, and it looks like this. It's your best response. And I have six things I want to share with you that show your best response. First of all, come to God with eager expectation instead of skepticism. Second, agree with God, no matter what your scenario is. He doesn't change and is not limited by your situation. Third, bring your troubles, your woes, your griefs, and your doubts to Jesus. Tell him all about it, like the psalmist did. Give him your burdens that literally block your ability to receive his compassion. The fourth thing is to open to receive from him by faith. And then the fifth thing is get up in faith and obey what he instructs. Number six is to rejoice. Even before you see any results, rejoice. It is God's will that you give thanks in all circumstances. That's from 1 Thessalonians 5 verse 18. Let's go over that list. It's your best response. Number one, come to God with eager expectation. Two, agree with God. Three, bring your troubles. Four, open to receive from Him. Five, get up. Six, rejoice. So the conclusion. Well, God has deep compassion for you in any situation you're in. He loves you deeply and wants to help. However, it is your response back to God that determines whether or not you will receive His deep and rich compassion. You have the power to receive it or to block it. Which will it be for you? I'd like to share the lyrics of the song. You can even YouTube it. It's a really neat song. These words can help build a better perspective. They can help bring a balanced approach to your life. And they can even encourage hope and worship. So here's the song, Everyone Needs Compassion. Everyone needs compassion, love that's never failing. Let mercy fall on me. Everyone needs forgiveness, the kindness of a Savior, the hope of nations. Yes, Savior, He can move the mountains. My God is mighty to save. He's mighty to save. Forever, the author of salvation, He rose and conquered the grave. Jesus conquered the grave. So take me as you find me, all my fears and failures. Fill my life again. I give my life to follow everything I believe in. Now I surrender. And at the very end, there's a section, Shine your light and let the whole world see. We're singing for the glory of the risen King. Here are some application questions and thoughts for you. First of all, do you have any expectation, even just a little bit, where you expect God to act like a codependent in your troubles? Is your outpouring constructive, or is it more victim-like? Number two, are you authentic, responsible, and willing? In other words, healthy. Third, 
Do you join God in caring about your holistic health more than your comfort level? Do you want to grow even in sufferings? Fourth, do you believe God is sincere in compassion for all your struggles and wants to help you? Fifth, do you trust Him enough to accept His love and help even though it looks different than you had hoped? Number six, are you living, remembering that this world is temporary? Number seven, do you believe that Jesus is making all things new? And finally, number eight, are you fixing your eyes on what is seen or unseen, on what is temporary or eternal? Now, this list probably sounds familiar because it's the list that we used earlier in the episode. I have a couple of additional action steps for you. They can help you grow in your walk with the Lord. Please visit our website for articles, podcasts, and shareable images that you can use on social media. Sign up and have articles come right to you. You don't have to do a thing. Select a live and active life on your favorite podcast app. And then check out our excellent books and tools that help in your daily Bible study. Make your devotional time alive and active. Tap into God's compassion. You've been listening to Brenda Wolf with Alive and Active Life. Visit our website at www.aliveandactivelife.org. Your web-based home for resources, including books and e-books, libraries of articles, podcasts, shareable images, and more as you navigate life's challenges and issues. Sign up on our email list to stay current with the tools you need to be the person God designed, living an alive and active life.